Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Teaching Your Toddler Planet Show. We are going to have so much fun today learning a little bit more about the eight planets in our solar system. So stay tuned for the fun to begin. Welcome to the Teaching Your Toddler Show with Mary Jo Tinlin. Each show, we talk about fun activities to do with your little one, including a craft, a letter of the week, Spanish words, songs, games, and even a snack for each weekly theme. Here is your hostess, Mary Jo Tinlin. Hello, this is Mary Jo Tinlin. I am your host of Teaching Your Toddler podcast. Today's show is so exciting. It is the planets. And you may remember several years ago that Pluto was demoted to a dwarf planet. Unfortunately, we used to have nine planets in our solar system. Now we only have eight official ones. Of course, we'll certainly never forget Pluto. The concept of planets is maybe a little bit strange and hard for your child to understand. But if you point to the sun or the moon, um, they will understand that there are things up in the sky. And then you can kind of tell them there's other stuff up there too. There's eight more planets or there's actually seven more planets, including our planet. Um, So I hope that this will uh, sort of begin that concept. And again, it's just fun to get them learning about it and hearing those words. Here's a fun sentence to help remember the order of our planets. My very energetic monkey just served us noodles. You do have to remember that the first M is Mercury and the second one is Mars. So that would be Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. And then here's a sentence to help remember the order of size from smallest to biggest. Mermaids make very edible noshes using seaweed jello. Maybe you guys can draw a picture of either of those, the monkey serving noodles or the mermaid eating or serving noshes. Noshes? This week, our, uh, our activities are all inspired by these great eight planets. The letter of the week, of course, is going to be P for planet. Uh, anything that starts with P, just point it out to your child. Pears, plate, pine cone. Show your child a picture of a capital P and a lowercase p. Draw a P on paper or use your child's finger to draw it in the sandbox or in the dirt or the bubbles of your bathtub, whatever. Um, You can use bathtub letters or refrigerator letters as well. And if you like uh, flashcards, you can use those. I I have found them very cheaply at like Target or Walmart. You can usually get a box of those for like a dollar. The number of the week is eight for the eight planets. When you show your child anything, say eight, whatever you're counting, eight pairs, count to eight, Write the number eight on a piece of paper. Show your child the number eight and things eight things at a time. So eight blocks, uh, count them to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Do that over and over because that is actually the beginning of math for your child's brain. You're starting to put those patterns into your child. And that is what math really is, is it's all about patterns. So get used to singing, or sorry, well, you could sing, but get used to saying um, the numbers and counting to them. The the song of the week is a super fun song called the Planet Song, and it will help you remember the planets. And your child will remember the this the names as well. It's a little video from YouTube, but it's specifically from Classical Conversations. And I don't get any compensation for telling you this, but I love Classical Conversations. I used it for my son when he was three and a half up until he was almost six to, for homeschooling, and it is a 
fabulous, fabulous curriculum. Um, hopefully you'll use this curriculum as well, but it is so, so good. And what it does is it, it actually starts to build those patterns in the brain, even though your child will not remember or understand some of the um, concepts in the songs and the chants that go along with classical conversations, you are building that structure. And I think of it as scaffolding, like when you build a house. My son, who is now almost 11, remembers all of the songs from when we were in classical conversations. They're just in his brain. So consider that. And again, I don't get any compensation for this. I just love it. I love classical education. The story of the week is a cute book called If You Decide to Go to the Moon. And it was actually um, written in second person as if you're going to the moon. So it's kind of cute. We did find this book on a website called Alibris, which is a, a great book website. You could probably find it at the library and I'm sure you can find it on Amazon um, if you decide that you want a copy for yourself. The fun snack of the week is the cutest little page that I found that are all, not all the snacks are planet related, but they're so adorable. There's one that is the little Baybel um, Gouda cheese wheels that you cut in half and then you stick half of a bendy straw in for an umbrella, which has nothing to do with the planets, but it's cute and it's almost April. So it seems appropriate, but the sun snack is made out of fruit and you'll love it. Just scroll down and you'll see it on the bottom of the page near the bottom, I should say. Our Spanish words of the week are la tierra, which is the earth, la planeta, which is the planet, and then el Saturno, which is Saturn. And I'm sure you could look up other Spanish words uh, for the other planets if you would like to. So I hope you'll Google that. And then the activity of the week, this, this actually would be great to print out before you start any of the activities. It's a solar system coloring page, which even if you didn't color it or they could color it, scribble it, you could totally use this for, you know, pointing out the names of the planets as you're singing the planet song, as you're counting to eight, as you're talking about the sentences from the beginning. Um, they would be, it would be a great uh, tool to use for your curriculum this week. So please print that out. It's just black and white, super easy. Our yoga pose of the week is sun salutation, which is a fantastic way to start your day. It's a good way to just wake up your spine, wake up your body, wake up your internal organs after sleeping all night, being still. Um, your child may or may not like be super into the sun salutations, but if you make it ga a game or make it kind of a, a fun thing and, and, you know, sing or laugh while you're doing it, they will totally love it and think it's fun. And then finally, our sign language signs of the week, which is always hard. I say this every time, but it's always hard to do sign language in a podcast. So I do hope you'll check out the show notes, which has links to all of these things that I've been talking about. We've got a sign for earth, star, and sun. They make complete sense when you see the sign, how they are signed. Um, I loved sign language for my son and actually all my children. Um, I taught them some sign language as from a very early age before they were verbal, pre-verbal, um, and they just, they, it cut down on a lot of frustration for them. So if you haven't considered teaching your child sign language, if they're pre-verbal, consider it. Or even if they're verbal, it's fun. It's really fun and it helps them learn even better because it's actually a second language. It's just like learning Spanish or a different language. So I totally hope you'll think you'll figure that, or sorry, you'll check that out. Um, and that is all for our show today. So I hope that you enjoyed it. Please, please, please remember, give your child a hug. Say, I love you. Spend time with your child. Don't spend time on your phone. Look at your child. Be present with them. Talk to them. Read to them. Be completely with them because these days are not going to last forever. My oldest baby is now 18 years old, fixing to go to college. So please drink it in 
you uh, you only have a short amount of time with them. So I do hope that you will enjoy this week. Um, please check us out on Facebook at uh, Twitter, sorry, at uh, Teaching Your Toddler. And Twitter is at Teaching Toddler. And also, um, you can look at our website for all the show notes. It's teachingyourtoddler.com. So please check this out. We've got tons and tons and tons of themes that are fun. Lots of other podcasts that are very popular, including our dinosaur podcast, which people really like. Um, So please look at that. And finally, if you need any sort of natural solutions for your child or for you, you, um, and you don't want to spend a lot of money on medicine, please, please, please send me an email at Mary Jo, M-A-R-I-J-O at Mary Jo Tinlin, T-I-N-L-I-N.com. Send me an email and let me know that you are interested in hearing about natural solutions for your child uh, or for you. Um, we can help with any sort of respiratory challenges, immune support, any sort of digestive issues, anything like that, that you might need a little bit of extra support and you want to have some uh, things in your arsenal for the middle of the night when you know you're out of um, some kind of medicine, I can absolutely help you and teach you. I love teaching about essential oils and I would love to tell you more about natural solutions. So please let me know if I can help you. Thanks again for joining us and I hope you enjoy the show. Please share it with your friends and let us know if you like it. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for the Teaching Your Toddler Show with Mary Jo Tinlin. We hope you had some fun and you got some great ideas for the week. Please subscribe to the podcast, like us on Facebook, and visit the website for all the links we discussed at www.teachingyourtoddler.com. This has been the Teaching Your Toddler Show with Mary Jo Tinlin. Until next time, keep teaching. Keep teaching.